franchising is the most misunderstood and most overlooked form of entrepreneurship. We're here to educate you and help you find the entrepreneur within. Franchising is not all about the French fries. We find that individuals who are exploring business ownership tend to have a lot of misperceptions and misunderstandings about the franchise industry. So what we want to do is help prospective business owners make confident and educated decisions before moving forward or not moving forward with the business. Welcome to Unpredicted Entrepreneur. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Unpredicted Entrepreneur. Thanks so much for joining us today. As you will see, we have a little bit of a different format due to present COVID conditions. We decided to uh, have myself and our guest um, on Zoom today. So we're very grateful for technology that we can continue to uh, educate you via Unpredicted Entrepreneur uh, in this format. So my name is Sarah Wasco and my colleague is Roxanne Rapsky. And today we have invited one of my uh, clients, Naima Garrett, who has just recently purchased a franchise. So Naima, thank you so much for joining us today and welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I am currently the proud new owner of challenge island franchise and uh this is something a new endeavor for me it's my first um franchise that i've owned and just um getting myself started and set up this is from me coming from being a pediatrician to being now a business owner i think that's kind of a big deal for me and i'm, I'm very excited and um, enthusiastic to be here that's fabulous thank you so much i remember um when we first had our first scheduled call and you had um uh contacted me and then scheduled a call and your um name on my calendar said naima garrett md so i remember thinking to myself okay this is interesting i think this might be the first maybe the second time that i've had a physician decide to pursue franchise opportunities and so you had, I asked you, you know, kind of that question and, and you shared with me about, um, you know, losing some special family members, your mom and your grandmother had passed away and you were just kind of reevaluating things um, and trying to really assess if you wanted to stay in the medical field. So just tell us a little bit more about that thought process, if you don't mind. Yes. There are lots of layers, um, lots of things that kind of happened and um, set everything in motion uh, for me to be in the position where I am today as being a business owner. I think in the back of my mind is something that I've always wanted to do, um, but I did end up going in the direction of becoming a physician. And it's one of the things that I love doing. I think it just has been very challenging in the business of medicine or the the regulated parts of medicine one of the things we talked about before is how if i could never have to write another patient note that would be great <laughs> or deal with insurance companies and things like that so um some of the things that ended up happening were um you know i was um, working in hospital for a while and um 
maybe a little bit overworking or very much so overworking um, and being a mother of two young children, it did become a lot. Um, and then that was compounded by the fact that it seemed like it was out of the blue. I found out that my mother had cancer. And so uh, my mother was living in California at the time. So going back and forth from here um, in tech, where I live in Texas to Los Angeles um, was very challenging because on all my days off, I would be there with her, just sitting there with her in the hospital um, and then just going back to work. Um, and at that time, we were very, very short staffed. Um, and so I think it was just a lot of time not getting enough sleep, trying to take care of my children, myself, my mother. And unfortunately, she ended up um, passing away pretty quickly. And um, part of it also was that my mother was also a physician. She was an OBGYN. And the way things happen, um, it just was, even though I'm you know, a physician and had a lot of experience, it was just sort of a traumatizing um, situation there. And it just made me um, just reevaluate if I still wanted to do the things that I was doing. Um, things that I had already been thinking about, I think were even a little bit harder to um, just push myself to keep doing. So that um, situation was quickly followed by uh, my grandmother, also uh, finding out that she had cancer. And I think she knew for a while and just didn't tell us. And she actually also passed away pretty quickly. So it was maybe less than six months. And um, I had two people that I lost. And this was at the same time as um, having all those issues with just overworking. And then COVID hit. So just kind of back to back things um, that really made me and I'm sure many other people just kind of reevaluate what um, my priorities are and how I'd like to manage my life and my business and my work. So one of the things that I first um, tried to do was create my own business in the medical field. I felt like that may have been the easiest way to go. So I did start uh, putting into motion some things to open my own practice. I didn't really get very far because when I was doing my planning, I just realized that that's not really what I wanted to do as far as managing the business side of medicine. And then at the same time, being the person that had to do the work of uh, uh, managing the patients. I didn't think that I would be able to manage my patients in the way that I wanted to and still do it in a way that was um, financially beneficial. Um, what I end up doing as a physician is giving away a lot of my time. It's just natural. It's what I do, especially being a pediatrician. It just wasn't something I wanted to do. So I just decided to go in a different direction um, and thought about uh, going in the direction of running a franchise. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I think that um, a lot of people, especially women, can resonate with everything that you were juggling um, with your career and family, both mother, grandmother, and your own children. And that's why I really thought that it was important 
for you to share, um, you know, kind of your background and experiences and, you know, kind of what you mentioned about if you had gone into practice on your own and how to kind of juggle all that, you probably would have, you know, your favorite part was caring for the patients. So you were trying to kind of step away from all the administrative part, but it probably would have been more administrative. Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. As the business owner. So you would have been working both on the business and in the business for sure. Yes. So um, I think being the technician in the medical field is probably a lot more challenging because there's not so many people that could do the job. You know, if I'm not available to do the job, then right. it's really hard to find someone to back you up. So even being ill, as, as you may have heard, you know, medical uh, workers, we have to go right back to work, even if you're, even if you're sick. So yeah. uh, it's really always been like that, not really a change lately. So um, I still wanted to take care of others and have an impact on others, but doing that in a way that I'm also taking better care of myself and my family. And I think it is possible to do that in a way where everyone is taken care of. All right, Naima, um, you, since you worked with Sarah and she knows your story, I'm just curious with your background and your skill sets and um, obviously your desire to help people, I'm curious to know what types of businesses you considered and then why you ended up picking the business that you did pick. Yes, I... Um, considered a few other franchises that um, Sarah presented to me. I really didn't consider other businesses outside of franchising. Um, it wasn't something that I wanted to start from scratch. Um, the first thing I thought about was, do I want to do a business that is in the medical field, since I know about mm -hmm. that, and I thought about it and thought about it. And I said, no, I just want to do something completely different or at least something that was not requiring um, managing patient care. I, I do have a friend who uh, is also a franchisee and she was one of the people that really motivated me um, to go in this direction with franchising. And I think it definitely was a major factor in influencing me to go this way. So yeah. my you mentioned, sorry to interrupt, but you just mentioned kind of that was um, a motivator for you to have seen a friend go out on her own, do something completely different because she was in, uh, what was she in HR or um, yes, for a big education and HR, a big company. And she's in a uh, business that places seniors in the, the right facility. So it's something completely different for her. So you felt encouraged knowing that someone that you know and were close to was able to make a change like that and be successful. Yes, yes. And so I wanted to do something that um, felt like it just was a natural fit for me because I know that even especially owning a franchise and running a business that it's still going to be a lot of work. But one of the biggest factors for me was hoping to never have to work at not overnight again. <laughs> I don't want to be awakened at two in the morning if I don't have to. <laughs> um, and 
you know, maybe not having to work on the weekend if I don't want to. I mean, I'm still willing to, of course, do those things, especially getting the business started. I'm sure there will be some sleepless nights uh, doing that, but, but just it's a having, different. Yes, just having that choice. And so even, you know, even the choice of speeding up and slowing down, you know, it's it's more of my choice and it's something that's different than something that impacts other people's health. Right. Um, so tell us what else you looked at. Do you remember all the ones you looked at? Yes. So all of the <laughs> franchises that you presented to me, I loved all of them. <laughs> but um, the the one that I didn't choose, one of them was a swim school. And I really, really liked the swim school. I thought it was a great idea. And the other one was a window coverings uh, opportunity. That one sounded like a great idea. I was a little bit nervous about that one just because <laughs> it's not something that I knew much about, but um, definitely something that I could have jumped into. All, all of them sounded um, great. So the one that I ended up choosing, Challenge Island, as it was the first one she presented to me. And <laughs> as soon as you started talking about it, I, I almost wanted to plug my ears and say, that's it. I don't want to hear anything else. <laughs> I just loved it. It just, it, it really felt like you um, listened to me and you understood my personality and it just seemed like it was the perfect fit for me. And so, uh, <laughs> so we laughed about this, yeah. but um, tell them what you said to me about your family. Oh, because you oh. told me that you like fun. And what did you say about you yes. and your family? So just my personality, probably naturally, I would probably say I'm a little bit impulsive, but I always put myself back and make sure I make good decisions. But it's always like, this is what I want. I know it. I've got it. And I really usually never change my mind. Um, my husband, however, he's the opposite. So and he's an accountant. Being, I think yeah. that's relevant. <laughs> yeah. So I made a comment that I'm the one who creates the fun. And then my husband's the one that makes sure we're not homeless. So <laughs> he's the one that kind of reins me back in to that's help funny. me make sure that I'm making good um, decisions. And I think I do some of that myself also, but he just helps me to, uh, make sure that I'm thinking about all the things that sometimes I wouldn't consider when I'm being very optimistic about things. So, yes. Well, as you describe your personality, I think it's relevant to um, make sure everybody knows that you're a veteran and you were in the army and that's where you got your medical training. And you told me that you really um, felt value in the structure and the systems that were in place that you learned uh, while in the army and could see how that was beneficial from a in a franchise perspective. So do you wanna maybe expand on that a little bit? Absolutely. Um, so I went right from undergrad to medical school and I got a scholarship with the army that paid for my medical school. So I went right into the army for a residency and so my experiences of working were in that very structured environment um, where there was always a standard operating procedure for everything. And so me having this personality where I'm kind of a outside of the box person, um, you know, it would seem like that was a major conflict, but it really worked for me to kind of learn 
think how to do things in a structured way. Since that was the foundation I had for working, I think it's led to me being um, maybe more successful or maybe putting um, the natural ability that I have to kind of think outside of the box and then bringing it back in the box so that it actually works and it actually actually do have a foundation. Um, I think that that worked really, really well for me. Um, one of the things, honestly, it was kind of surprised when I left the army and realized that that's not the way that most uh, people operate. It was it was kind of a shock. <laughs> so um, just realizing what a big impact um, that had in uh, the way things function um, has led me to try to make sure that I structure my business in such a way that I have these operating procedures so that things can still function even without me having to maybe stand over someone and, and make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to do. I want to have things organized that way. So, yes. So how long have you been a franchisee now and what has that process been like so far? It has not been very long at all. So I went to my franchisee training in November and was so excited. Oh my goodness, you asked me the perfect question. <laughs> I was so excited, enthusiastic. Um, at the training, I actually called, got a whole bunch of phone numbers and called a whole bunch of potential clients and um, just got myself going and uh it, I think I got a little bit too ahead of myself um, because people were actually interested and um, reached out to me. And really, I hadn't really formed that foundation yet. And so with the holidays and uh, needing to get everything um, together, such as insurance and that sort of thing, I decided to slow down just to make sure that I was doing a good job and make sure that I um, have everything organized so that I can present it well to my uh, clients and my students so they have a great experience with the program. Are you still working in a position as a physician? Are you kind of transitioning out of that? Or are you going to do that for a while while you get your business up and running? Like, how's that going to, how's that process going to go? Yeah, so my long-term goal is to be just a business owner. Mm -hmm. And so initially, my plan was just to stop altogether, but I kind of slowed it down a little bit um, just because I slowed down with speeding up the uh, rate of how I was going with the business. Um, one of the things that I learned was that uh, in education, they plan things way mm -hmm. far ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so with, with medicine, I'm kind of used to, um, you know, someone could make an appointment that same day and you know, I might not even have a chance to plan, you know, look at their chart ahead of time if it's a new patient because they just made that appointment the same day. But with this, uh, schools and uh, other academic centers and, and recreation centers are just now already planning their summer activities. So um, just keeping that in mind um, that, you know, knowing that I need to plan ahead and have those things organized uh, for summer just let me to change my plan a little bit. So you're working That's on a, getting open or being up and running for to have students yes, in the summertime. Yes. And, and before I even purchased the franchise, I, re I really am not really working that much, honestly. So this part time, I'll just see a few patients a few days a week. Okay. So. 
So it's not really impacting everything else too much. It's great that you have that flexibility to kind of ease into it. And I, I love how you brought that up. I hadn't really thought about it, but in medicine, it's like urgent kind of emergency. A lot of times somebody's sick, they make an appointment. Um, we've talked about the name of your business being Challenge Island and education, but tell our viewers and listeners exactly what services you provide um, in that arena and how somebody might get a hold of you if um, and schedule a class if they would be interested in signing their their children up and for also a Challenge Island course. and also the location you operate that'll help our listeners too. Yes, so. Just to um, clarify, so Challenge Island is a STEM, or actually it's a STEAM education um, enrichment program, um, more commonly known as STEM. The A in STEAM, it's adding the arts, so language arts and other um, art forms to that STEM education. So it's an engaging enrichment program. So we have after school courses, summer camps and on-site uh, field trips. And it's actually a very, very versatile program. So I'm located in Southwest Fort Worth um, and I can be reached by uh, going to the website, challengeisland.com and just go to the website and look for Southwest Fort Worth and I will get in contact with you to sign up. Great. Well, thank you for joining us today. Thank you to our listeners for listening in. You can find Sarah and I on LinkedIn. Sarah without an H, Wasco, W-A-S-K-O-W, and Roxanne Rapsky, R-A-P-S-K-E. Or you can find us on our YouTube channel at FranNet of Dallas, Fort Worth, and Oklahoma. We'll see you soon. Thanks for joining us, and thanks again, Naima. Thank Bye. you for having me. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.